Welcome, travelers. Welcome to season two, episode 21 of Travel Happens. Today's co host is the wonderful Amy Shvelsky, traveler advisor, travel. Uh, I'm sorry. Travel advisor <laughs> to the stars. She has moved from Texas to an undisclosed temporary location <laughs> in Florida so she can, you know, do those spy games that she does. Uh, and her children have begun another school year this time at university amy is here to talk about a recent development in managing your walt disney world vacation This is Travel Happens, a podcast all about enhancing your vacation. Do you want to make your trip go smoother, easier, and more special? Keep listening. I am your host, Destination Douglas. Think of me as Maureen Sedai, Tyrion Lannister, Gandalf, Mr. Miyagi, and Yoda all rolled into one. I'm your guide when it comes to cruises. Amy, what is on the agenda for today's episode of Travel Happens? We have some news, but of course, I have some information. And yeah, but some what, like, what's the main topic for today? Yes, reviews on the Magic Band Plus. Ah, that'd be good. All right. If you like what Amy has to say and would like to mine more of her expertise and knowledge, shoot her an email. Her info is in the show notes. Let's face it, you don't want it to occur, but travel happens. We're here to supply advice guidance, aid, and be your advocate through all the potholes and pitfalls to your destination. Do you need help planning a trip? Reach for the Magic Destinations is a travel agency with travel advisors at the ready to make your travel dreams and wishes reality. So it's time for news. Right. All right. I think think we're doing news. I think (laughs) so. We're doing news. (laughs) All right. I'll start off. Um, Okay. Nothing too pressing, but we had a couple things this week. Um, Olani Disney Resort and Spa celebrated their 11th anniversary um, on I think it was Monday, August 29th of 2022. Very good. Uh, um, Here at Disney World, um, Galactic Galactic Star Cruiser reservations. Um, have begun opening for 2023 and starting tomorrow on September 1st, 2022, um, reservations are available for all guests. Well, I think that should prove to be interesting because, you know, in 2022, you have all the early adopters, all the people who are big Star Wars fans, I'm sure, were willing to fork over the dollars. Now, 2023, the big question becomes, will those people who experienced it in 22, will they want to do it again for 23? Because it is a pricey price tag. Now, don't get me wrong. Disney does things right. And it's a special event. But, uh, you know, it's a whole you got to weigh things out. Is it special enough to pay that much money or not? For sure. For sure. I think that there has been such limited, you know, it is very limited. And so yeah. I think there's still plenty of people who haven't been able to go in 22. I think I'm thinking it will continue to yeah. be fully booked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. People who want to live out their Star Wars fantasy. Yes, their dreams, their, their childhood. Dream. If they, they want to role play like they're in that universe, yes. this is the way to do it. Yes, it is for sure. Um, let's see. Over in Epcot, um, this week we saw um, cultural representatives returning. Um, I've heard that they've been back from Norway, Germany, France, Italy, UK, and in Canada. Um, So that's exciting. Very exciting, because I think that's the big appeal when it comes to the World Showcase. Mm 
I agree. That you're interacting with authentic representatives of the areas that you're supposedly visiting. So I I love that. I do too. And I, I can't wait to see if they bring back more of the kid cot type of activities where they yeah. are, you know, the kids are also interacting with them. Right. Hopefully exactly. that'll be back soon too. Well, I don't think it's too big of a deal. Like if they get involved in activities like coloring a page, you know, like who are they hurting? Right. Right. No, I think I, I and think I'm paranoid about masks and stuff. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, paranoid is a wrong word. Neurotic. Right. So. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else we got. Um, over in Disneyland, um, over in California, packages are now available for 2023 for all the Disneyland resorts, as well as some of the Good Neighbor um, resorts. Um, the rest of Good Neighbors should be opening by mid-September um, for the 2023 bookings. Um, and another happening between both um, parks is Cast Compliments. Not sure if you're aware, but um, on the yeah. app, you can yeah, now that leave was a- like big. Big news several months ago that on the app, you could actually go through the app and automatically give a a compliment to a cast member that you interacted with, which I think is anything to make what I want to do easier. Because like back in my last trip, I had to go onto Twitter and and give out a tweet and tag the right department and right it was a whole big thing yes in this so it has been available for disneyland uh, disney world but uh, just recently for disneyland so it's nice that you know in that moment you don't have to remember whoever's name it was or whatever you can do it right then so also nice to have some consistency yes across between the parks yes for sure um, also, uh, starting uh, or coming up here on September eighth, twenty twenty two, both at Disneyland and Disney World, um, Disney Plus Day is coming. So subscribers to Disney Plus um, have experiences and an event at those parks. Um, Disney World's happening at Hollywood Studios and Disneyland between the two parks. Um, there's early entry, photo opportunities, character meet and greets. Um, trying to think what else they had listed um but then the resorts at the end of the night are also going to have a movie night with a special disney plus movie so movie under the stars for that well they're really trying to promote that disney plus because i know that they do a special discount to um people uh visiting the the resorts uh if they are uh if they have a subscription to disney plus so they're really trying to incentivize that yeah yeah i know well last year it was the first year they did that the disney plus day in the parks i have i had a friend who went but um i've never been thought about it we'll see what happens (laughs) yeah maybe now Um, that you live closer yes we'll see what the day brings yeah um Let's see. And then just over at Universal Orlando, um, the Mummy Ride has started technical rehearsal, um, allowing guests to ride um, after a long refurbishment. No full date other than the late summer has been given, but exciting to see another ride coming back. Especially that one. I mean, that queue leading into the attraction is so detailed. I mean, well, it needs to like, well, the last time I went on that attraction, it was extremely popular. So you were in there for a long amount of time. So you needed to be entertained. <laughs> yes. So that's all I have so far over the parks and um, Disney news. Okay. Well, um, as far as news is for the cruises, oh, yeah. uh, Virgin Voyages, Virgin is doing a soft rollout of a loyalty program. So, you know, that's sending the message, we're in it for the long haul. Like we're not gonna fold up shop because of, uh, you know, some temporary uh, difficulties that we may or may not be having. So if they're coming out with a loyalty program that says, yeah, we're gonna be here for quite some time. Eventually when they announce the official program, it will be based on money spent with the cruise line as opposed to number of days sailed. Um, so it, my guess is 
people's reaction to it will be based upon which version of a loyalty program will benefit them more. <laughs> it's all about <laughs> What am I going to get? <laughs> yeah, it's all about me. Um, the loyalty program's precursor is being called the Sailors Club. Sailor is the term they use to refer to guests. And Virgin Voyages is inviting sailors to channel their inner Richard Branson and awaken their entrepreneurial spirit. The brand is eager for sailors to share what perks they'd like to be offered. So how Virgin Voyages can elevate its loyalty program and what the company can do to make its sailing club one of the most irresistible in the travel industry is all up to the feedback that they get from their sailors. For details on how to contact Virgin Voyages, speak to your travel advisor. Currently, they are offering benefits to the early adopters of the cruise line. And the earlier you sailed with Virgin, the more perks you may expect. And as a further enhancement to, uh, right now they're promoting Red Hot Booking Bonus Months, um, and they have an eye towards 2023, Virgin Voyages is introducing quote-unquote tokens. And what these tokens do is um, they track all qualifying spending to ensure sailors are positioned for benefits in 2023. All of the money spent with Virgin Voyages since they started will be counted and tallied as tokens. As an exclusive perk for all loyal sailors, every dollar spent during these red hot booking bonus months will contribute to a sailor's future status. As the program is unveiled in 2023, these tokens will fast-track sailors to the highest tiers possible, unlocking even more perks in the next year. For example, special onboard spending perks and chances to win extraordinary experiences across the Virgin family will be available to sailors who sail in 2022. So... If you want to get on board the train that has all the perks, you know, <laughs> that's where you got to go right let's now. Book those Virgin voyages. <laughs> so that's it for Virgin. Uh, moving on to Royal Caribbean, the Royal Caribbean Group announced its plan to implement SpaceX's Starlink, making the group the first in the cruise industry fleet-wide to adopt its high-speed, low-latency connectivity for a better onboard experience for guests and crew fleet-wide. So we're talking speedier Wi-Fi. The internet service will be installed on all Royal Caribbean International, Celebrity Cruises, and Silver Sea Cruise ships, along with all new vessels for each of the brands, the company said. And deployment of the Starlink technology across the fleet will begin immediately. Great feedback from guests and crew on the test ship, which was Freedom of the Seas. The installation is slated to be completed by the end of the first quarter of 2023, according to a press release. And faster and more reliable internet will also make it easier for guests and crew to remain connected to work, family, and friends, no matter where they are in the world. And then Royal Caribbean has also announced that Haifa, or maybe it's, I'm I'm not sure. I should have checked that out. How do you pronounce that city in Israel? It's a city in Israel. Just go Sounds with that. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Will be a new port for them. The ship Rhapsody of the Seas, part of the Vision class, will be based there, making it poised to launch itineraries that will include Israel, Cyprus, Piraeus, which is very near Athens, Santorini, Mykonos, Rhodes, Limassol, and Ashdod. More places for travelers to explore is always good news to me. Yes. Yep. Uh, over in Stockholm, Sweden, Ports of Stockholm is innovating with the construction of Sweden's first ever onshore power connection facilities for cruise ships at two city center 
praised with the aim of significantly decreasing gas emissions, according to a press release. More and more, we are hearing about shore power being available to an increasing number of ports, which should help with concerns of the environment by reducing air emissions. Ports of Stockholm is working with the ports of Copenhagen, Aarhus, and Helsinki to connect cruise ships and shipping companies to onshore power of international standards in each of the ports, which is a first for Sweden. The project will be completed in two phases between 2023 and 2024, and it is estimated that once the facilities are in place, at least 45% of cruise ship calls will be able to connect to onshore power, resulting in a total reduction in greenhouse gas emissions of at least 6,000 tons per year. The EU and the Swedish Environmental Protection Agency's Climate Leap Program both provided grant funding for this project. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to, you know, as time goes on, you're just going to keep on hearing me making more and more of these announcements as more and more ports decide to be able to get the infrastructure to offer onshore power to cruise ships. Um, MSC, MSC Cruises will relax COVID-19 testing and vaccination requirements for U.S. residents on sailings beginning September 1st, which is tomorrow. Every sh- well, well, uh, for the people September listening, 1st, it already happened. 2022. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> it already happened. Uh, while no longer required, MSC Cruises still recommends that all U.S. residents be fully vaccinated and tested prior to sailing. Requirements for non-U.S. residents remain unchanged, the company said. Updated guidelines for MSC Cruises sailings departing from U.S. ports to the Caribbean and the Bahamas on or after September 1st include vaccination is recommended but no longer required. Um, This is all going to be sounding familiar if you've been listening to this podcast the past couple of episodes because, you know, one by one, they're all falling like dominoes. Um, pre-cruise testing is recommended but not required for travelers who are fully vaccinated. Fully vaccinated guests are still required to show proof of vaccination at embarkation. Unvaccinated guests are required to show proof of a negative COVID-19 viral test, um, either like a PCR or if you're out of this country, it's called NAAT test or an antigen test, taken. Uh, those tests have to be taken within three days of embarkation if you're unvaccinated. And guests under the age of two are exempt from testing requirements. Moving on, Holland America Line. Holland America Line is set to complete its restart plans in September. This is something you don't hear about quite as much because so many lines have completely restarted. <laughs> right. Holland America line is probably like one of the last ones with the Volden Dam resuming service in Europe. The premium brand will see its entire fleet in service for the first time since the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic. And then a fun bit of news, uh, NCL uh, just kind of hinted their way. They haven't made an announcement yet, at least last time I checked. They might have over the course of today, (laughs) when I've been busy doing other things, they might have snuck it out there. But uh, people can get very particular when it comes to soda or pop or whatever you call carbonated beverages. (laughs) Um, NCL will be changing over from Pepsi to Coca-Cola fleet-wide by the end of December. Um, it has already started with the newest ship, the Norwegian Prima, carrying Coca-Cola. And uh, Norwegian Prima is, I don't so they've been doing their uh, christening sailing. Oh. Katy Perry just christened the ship. Um, and I know it's not supposed to be a seven-day sailing, so they they might be done by now. I know uh, September third, the first is the first 
sailing for paid passengers. Okay. Um, so I'm not sure where along the timeline Prima is, but they're, they're keep on going. I'm a fan of that change. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I came from a Coke place and I'm a Coke fan. Yeah. Where I am in here in Florida, it's a Pepsi country. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Horrified. Yes, it is. I've what? got a question for you. So uh, over in Texas, yeah. did they, so I know in parts of the South, they refer to all carbonated beverages as a Coke or a Coca-Cola. And then they'll ask you a clarifying question, which kind do you want? And you'll say Sprite or you'll say um, Pepsi or no, Coke. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think they were. I No. Now that I had to think, it's out and I'm there. like, no, I don't I just, think so. It is. Yeah. Yeah. But it was not. Um, maybe it's just because I always ask for my Coke. Like, <laughs> I just want my Diet Coke. Right. Um, didn't even give them the chance, but. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then DCL, Disney Cruise Line, pre-testing will end starting in September for vaccinated guests. Once again, here we go. Yeah, they I mean, it makes sense because nobody wants to lose market share. So if you have these other big lines who say, it doesn't matter if you're vaccinated or not, come on in, we'll, we'll take you. Then if you are holding firm in your conviction about, nope, you need that vaccine, you're going to lose people, right? right. It's, it's just the way it works. Yes, I so, know it's. Yeah. It's, it'll be interesting how it, how it long will, some of them hold out. And yeah. Um, I know I have a lineup waiting <laughs> <laughs> for a certain cruise line. That's okay. <laughs> uh, so now the whole timeline varies uh, uh, depending upon what ship you're going to be sailing in. For example, um, the protocols are different for the Disney Magic versus the Disney Wish. Um, so what I'm instead of going through all the whole timeline of each individual ship, I'm just gonna say for your particular sailing and ship, contact your travel advisor and they will inform you of what the protocol is. Just know that Disney is starting the whole process of not requiring uh, vaccinations. Uh, for guests and um, the whole pre-testing thing. So um, just just talk to your travel advisor and they'll just guide you. And that's it for Cruise News. All done. All right. Like what you are hearing? Tell your friends that they too can now find us on their favorite podcast player like Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. You are tasked with writing a review about Travel Happens and then sending me a message that you have completed one. My contact information is in the show notes. You can write a review on Apple Podcasts or podchaser.com. And if you review the Travel Happens podcast, it would help us out tremendously because it allows us to appear at the top of results of a search, the more positive reviews that we get. Should you fail to review this podcast, I will place a curse on you. If you <laughs> do not review this podcast, May you develop an allergic reaction of hives when eating your favorite dessert. <laughs> Trust me, I have food allergies and it is not fun. You can avoid the hives by reviewing this podcast. So do it today. Okay, we are back, and Amy Shabelsky is going to talk to us about a new development in your adventures at Walt Disney World. Quick, what? Listen, I'm going to start with a question. All right. So, um, what you're going to be talking about 
Is it for just Walt Disney World or do they have it at Disneyland also? Um, I don't believe it's fully available at Disneyland yet. Yeah, that, that's my understanding. So yes. if, if our two heads believe it's so, it's so. <laughs> <laughs> it could be by the time this airs, but right now I do not believe that it's fully available there. The bands would still work there. Um, however, well, we like haven't the told additional... people what what it is. What we're going to oh, talk. Yes. What we're talking Sorry. about. What are we talking about? <laughs> so we're going to talk about the how did it ma- all start? <laughs> the Magic Band. Well, we'll start with the Magic Band, but really we're going to talk about the Magic Band Plus. Right. Um, so if you haven't been to Disney in a while or Disney um, World like, in a while, like Magic over a decade, over a decade, you definitely <laughs> are going to need to catch up. Um, they still have the hard plastic cards you can use to get into the parks and things like that. However, um, they've had magic bands, which are just really a bracelet. It's waterproof. You wear it just like you would watch, but that magic band would hold um, your ticket, your key or not your keys, your ticket, your hotel key, or, you know, access to the hotel. Yeah. It would open up your, your door for you. Correct. Credit card. You can load that information in it. So really it, it makes your, your visit, you don't have to carry all your credit cards and all your cash and all of that. Um, it's just a more convenient device to use so, instead of... Yeah. So it's a wearable that makes your trip more seamless. Correct. Okay. You know, instead of fumbling for your card or trying to find that ticket, it's all right there on your wrist. Yeah. Um, and it's managed through the Disney Experience account. So it's, you know, with your phone as well. Um, so beyond that, they just recently last month came out with the Magic Band Plus. So the Magic Band Plus does exactly the same thing that the regular Magic Band did as far as, you know, your ticket, your resort key, um, back when, when they had dining, you know, everything like that is, is available on there. However, um, with the Magic Band Plus, there are some additional, um, adventures or more immersive, um, activities that this band now has built into it. Um, One of them would be the Fab 50 Quest. So the Fab 50 Quest, if you haven't um, seen or um, been to the parks, go ahead. No, no, I I just had an itch. I was going to scratch. I gotcha. Uh, The Fab 50 Quest is there's um, 50 golden statues throughout the parks. Um, So the Fab 50 Quest if you walk past one of these, your Magic Band Plus will vibrate, kind of letting you know you're in the area of something. Like my um, cell phone does? Kind of like your cell phone. Yes, yes. if you get a text message or whatever, similar yeah. to that, yep. It also has colors that will light up. Um, you know, so if you see the statue of Mary Poppins, and is there Mary Poppins? No. How about... Um, There's one of Edna Mickey. Mode. There's some, huh? Oh, yes, Edna Mode. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's having a big controversy. You know what happened to her statue? I don't know. Has a crack in it. Oh. Has a big crack. I saw a picture of it. It's a big crack. I will have to check <laughs> that out next time. Her. Aww. But as you walk past Mickey and your band vibrates, um, if you go over to them and like wave at them, It'll either like Mickey will say hi or not necessarily specifically to you, but they have a recorded message or a song that will play from each of the characters. So if Um, you're two years old, you'll believe that Mickey is talking to you. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) And it's kind of exciting. You know, you walk up to him and, you know, it keeps you something to look for. I mean, other than just looking at them. Um, I've got a question. uh, Yes. Um, So you say... uh, you get this vibration on mm-hmm. your Magic Band Plus. It yes. lights up, and then you wave your arm around in front of the statue, mm-hmm. and then it can speak to you. Can it also move? Like, does it? Does the it statue doesn't move? move. Doesn't no. move. No. So, okay. So I think they're just recorded whatever you know right. message or song or whatever. Okay. Um, I should mention with the Magic Band Plus, you do have to have um, Disney Play for that, as well as for the bounty hunting, which I'll go into in a minute. I've got a question. What is Disney Play? Um, Disney Play is just another um, app 
that has games and stuff that people use in the parks, uh-huh. um, but it keeps track. So in the uh, Fab 50 quest, as you go through and find the, the characters, it will keep track of which ones you've seen. So if it is a goal of yours to see all 50 of them and you can't remember, yeah. it will keep track in there with that. I have another question. Okay. <laughs> so um, these, so there are 50 statues? Yes. And are they scattered throughout all four main parks? Yes. Okay. Yes, and there is a list. So if you, if you would like a yes. list, let me know and I can get it for you. All right. Um, so you know which ones to look for at which parks. Um, so, so that's the um, Fab 50 quest. Um, the new Magic Band Plus also lights up with the nighttime spectacular. So it's supposed to sync with the firework music and light. Uh-huh. Um, so you and go it- and you go and see the fireworks show at night called Happily Ever After. and. So do I have to hold up my wrist? You don't. It, don't. it must realize where you're at uh-huh. in the specific, you know, vicinity. Uh, we okay. didn't, uh, we, it, it does it at Epcot as well. So okay. both the fireworks, um, we were just kind of walking through. So I didn't really take full advantage of that portion of it. Also, I don't know that I would be watching my band instead of fireworks. So, right. You know, well, that, that part I was not that too... Was, you're, you're jumping ahead. That was going to be part of my critiques, but go ahead. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Um, and then the third item that is with the new Magic Land Plus right now is um, Bounty Hunter. So everybody knows that Star Wars and Galaxy's Edge is, you know, everybody's place to be. Um, but with the Magic Band Plus, you can become a Bounty Hunter. Um, it, there is a door in galaxy's edge where you can go up to a screen and tap your band up to it um and it will send you on a mission so if you kind of recall back when i don't know uh kim possible i was just gonna say yeah kind of similar to that but it's very specific to you so all these bounty hunter hunting would store in your disney play and there is i want to say 20 of those and you have to do all 20 bounties to okay. become a bounty hunter. I see. Um, it, you don't have to do them all at once because right. they, they do take a little bit of time and it's kind of like right. a hide and seek in the park. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, it's my and Then children. I would imagine it gets even lengthier when you have stormtroopers stopping you and asking, you know, what are you up to? Right. Looking that to see happened what's happening. on my last trip. <laughs> it wasn't pretty. No. <laughs> So with with uh, once they send you on the mission, you are really just walking through the park and um, your band will light up green if you're like in a good vicinity and it will start um, pulsing quicker if you're closer. And if you're going in the wrong direction, it starts turning red and like um, a constant vibrate. Um, so you kind of know which direction to go in. Um, and then once all the bounties are hidden behind specific doors in in galaxy's edge so once you believe you're at the right spot there'll be a place to tap your band and um so it was it it was a lot of fun for my kids they are older i could see the younger kids doing it that you know having fun with it it is a little um i want to say tricky but you know what i mean you got to pay attention to your band and see where you're going and kind of know where things are in galaxy's edge maybe um and each bounty, I would say, probably was about 10 to 15 minutes, maybe. So it kind of just depends on your priorities as well in the park that day. I've got another question. I'm ready, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's say you're playing this bounty game in Galaxy's Edge. And it only operates within Galaxy's Edge, correct? Correct. Okay. So, um, and let's say... I am loving this whole game. Okay. And I get all the bounties that there is possible to get because I'm uh, so focused. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, 
do I win anything at the end if I get everybody except for the warm, fuzzy feeling of completing it all? Um, so we have not completed all of them yet. Uh-huh. Um, but you have you have to do all of them in order to be a bounty hunter. So okay. I don't believe you do get anything specific um, once Except you the become. Title. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, and so I'm just greedy. I hear the word bounty, and I think I'm getting money. Yeah. Well, I agree. <laughs> um, yes. No. Like I said, I I watched my my kids play. Right. However, I didn't um, do too much of it myself. Um, we did start with just one Magic Band Plus going yes. in um but by the end we all four of us had magic band plus oh wow because my kids wanted to do their own right they, and right. then they had their own app you know with the their own and so it's okay i mean if you're a star wars fan you're probably going to want to do that you know what i mean right. like um yeah. it's part of the adventure and the immersiveness in that land yes um so with that um, those are the three main upgraded benefits as of right now. There may be more, who knows? Um, okay. So I remember the 50 golden statues and the bounties in galaxy's edge. What's the third one? The fireworks. Oh, the fireworks. The inter- right. Yeah. How they interact with okay. fireworks. Yep. Um, so with, with that, it is, um, you know, you got to kind of weigh your pros and cons, they are mm-hmm. about $10 more than a regular magic band. Um, and they are discounted if you are getting them with your uh, Disney vacation package. So once you go into Disney experience, you can get them discounted. Otherwise, of course, they're full price in the park. Right. Like pricing. Um, let me know. I can get that for you. Yeah. Um, so for us, the pros were, they were fun and interactive, made things a little more immersive and um kept the kid, you know, I can see how it would keep kids active or not active, but, um, going, yes. Occupied. (laughs) Very good word. (laughs) Um, and even, you know, my kids were doing it while the lines were kind of long. And so we're like, you know, we've already done these rides. Of course they love them, but this is something new. And so instead of going and standing in the long lines, they went and did, you know, I don't know, five bounties and had a great time. Do me a favor, mom, wait in line for me while I go yeah. out and hunt for... <laughs> I think I went back to the resort. I'm like, okay, you guys go do that. I'm going to go <laughs> to the pool. <laughs> <laughs> um, so those, you know, those were some of our pros. Um, cons, of course, the, it's a little bit more expensive. Um, being that it is with, it, it does have a battery. Um, and <laughs> so you do have to charge it every night. Um, they do not come fully charged. And so if you're buying one in the park, it may not last all day. Um, And so you either need to bring a charger with you or, you know, be prepared that it's not going to be able to do all the activities all day. Actually, that made me just think of something that I hadn't really realized before. How is it with battery usage with your phone? Because it's interacting with apps on your phone. So I'm assuming it's using battery on your phone as well as on the wearable. True. That's what my my daughter had said, that it does drain your phone battery as well as the battery on the the band itself when you're playing. Especially when you're playing um, Bounty Hunter, when you're doing those activities. Yeah. So, okay. Piece of advice. Tell the clients that when they enter Walt Disney World, they will hear a sound. <laughs> that is your battery being drained. <laughs> yes. So I highly recommend if you do have one to bring a external charger with you yeah. or they do have uh, in the parks, they have the fuel, Those fuel rods, rods. Fuel rods. Yeah. 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 Which I did end up buying and it's very, have you ever used one? I, I know have. this is totally off topic well, but you can just exchange I, I them I mean, something similar to it not the actual oh, okay fuel, fuel rod that you get in the parks but yeah so the i don't know if you know but the fuel rods in the parks if you buy it there you yeah. can just put it back in there and it gives you a new one right and so that was very convenient because it was a long night <laughs> so <laughs> um but uh so that was just some of the 
benefit or, you know, pros and cons for us. Um, let's see. Do you have more questions for me about them? Well, I, I think, um, I had question and now it went away. It went away. That's okay. So, <laughs> but, um, the- I think you're going to go and talk about what, what have other people have to say about their experience with magic yes so magic band or magic band plus any of the magic bands really are not required they're not you don't have to have them okay got it i I read your mind (laughs) you don't have to have them to people (laughs) to go to the parks you can still just use your you, you can load your ticket to your phone you can bring your plastic card ticket um you don't have to have either one of them um it's just an, you know, convenience feature for me, um, right. mostly. Um, I think the reviews that uh, when they first came out were very loud, were about the battery, the battery life and them not coming fully charged. And, you know, right. you're walking into the park thinking you're going to be using this all day. Um, if the battery does die on it, it still works for like your ticket in your room like those features still work, just the lights and the vibrations won't work. So you know, I, I haven't really heard much after the fact, you know, after the first week or two of them being right. out, too many complaints or anything like that. It's more of a, you know, I, I've been telling my clients, like, you don't all have to have them with the additional expense. It's not, I don't right. know that I'll wear mine every time I go in. I don't probably won't because I'm not probably going to be playing the game, you know? Right. So I've been kind of recommending, like, if you think your kid's going to want to play the game, let, you know, get them wanting you just get right. a regular one or, yes. or vice versa and they can use your band. But, um, yeah, <laughs> that's, I mean, you know, obviously we, all four of us ended up going home with a new magic band plus. <laughs> so. <laughs> so it must have had some kind of appeal if all four of you ended up forking out all, you know, the extra money. Yeah. So like I said, I started with it because I was like, well, yes. I'll, you know, review but it. This for is my job. Business, right. right. Um, I'm writing the this kids, off on my taxes. <laughs> the older kids <laughs> took over my band. And so I was like, okay, you guys get your, you know, right. So they got theirs. And then at that point they were still pretty new and coming out with new patterns and stuff like that. So that's why. My husband ended up getting one. He hasn't, his is still in the package. It's not been used yet. So, uh-huh. um, yeah. So, I mean, it's just, you know, as always, it's the newest and greatest thing. So you have to have right. it, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, but. I think it's especially um, advantageous to have if you are a regular goer of Walt Disney World. For sure. And, you know, that way you keep on having all these new experiences where, you know, you weren't playing the bounty hunter game before, but now you are because you've already gone on um, Smuggler's Run and, uh, you know, Rise. four mm-hmm. times already. You don't, right. you know, you, you get it now. <laughs> right, right, so, exactly. Yeah. It's another older. way to make the park experience fresh for you. Right. Yes. And so I, I'm excited to see what else may come. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. obviously, the Fab 50 quest isn't always probably going to be there because that's part of the 50th anniversary. Right. And we're kind of transitioning over to the Mickey's 100. As you know, so yeah, what's going to happen? So I'm sure there's more things in the works that will tie into them. Mm-hmm. So, All right. Yeah. Is that everything that? I would need to know if I want to get a Magic Band Plus. Um, I believe so. Bring your battery packs. Um, right. Be prepared, you know, to stop and see the 50, uh, the 50 characters throughout the parks and play, uh, you know, at least one bounty hunting game just to right. see what it's about. And Right. Um, just gives you some alternatives to standing in lines or going on rides. If you're not, if you're not a roller coaster, you know, fanatic and everybody else is, yeah. you can go do this. Right. Oh, that's a great idea. I love yeah. that idea about how uh, 
personally, I'm a coaster freak. So I'd be the person going on the coaster. Gotcha. But, you know, I can totally, I, I didn't start out that way. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, when I was much younger, probably like around 13 or so is when I uh, started enjoying roller coasters. But before that, you, you couldn't pay no, me. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so I would have loved the 50 golden statues yeah. as a youngster. Yeah. So there, I mean, it, it was fun. It was fun. It was something different and worth, worth the additional expense for my family. <laughs> there you go. All right. Thank you very much. No problem. All right, everybody, this is our chance to rant or rave about something that is going on in our lives. It could be a book, an event, a record, something we just cannot let go of. And um, do you have something, Amy, that you're obsessed about? I, I do. I, I have very many things and it was hard for me to like narrow down because they're all just kind of like flying around in my head. Right. <laughs> Right. But the most, the one I could narrow down would be moving well, here to Florida. Well, I was going to say, you know, since you have all these items <laughs> for, for future episodes, we can hit another <laughs> yes, one. Yes, I got to narrow the, yes. So <laughs> have you heard of new, no see them, no seeums? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I really mm-hmm. thought they were just a beach thing. Yeah, no. No, I'm finding out. No, my husband kept yes. getting bit. And I'm like, what are you talking about? There's nothing. And now I've started getting bit. And I don't know where they're coming from. You can't see them, obviously, with their names. So I... Um, I've never put that together. <laughs> which part? The names? Yes. <laughs> That's why they're called that. Go ahead. Continue. Yes. And I mean, they're spelled just like that. Right. No, see, but it's all together. Um, So, uh, like I said, I thought they were just a beach thing, which we have been to the beach since we've been here, but really I've just been going out to the shore, not really in any sand or in the backyard. And that's where I'm getting bit up. Yeah. And it's not even the same day. Hiding in the grass in your backyard? They must be. And the grass is short. Yeah. And so I think. But if they're really, really tiny, they don't need much of. Yes, I guess not. I don't know where, like, it's not even like I'm itching right away. It's like the next day. Um, and they, I, so I've been looking them up and they're like an eighth of an inch long. Right. Like they're tiny and they're yes. see-through. Right. So we've been going out and enjoying some of the sunsets. So I've been reading that from dusk to dawn is usually when they come out or when they right. bite. So I've been sadly obsessed with noceums. <laughs> <laughs> that is hysterical. I was not anticipating that at all. I probably was thinking about like one of the other items you were. Thinking. I love that. Like, That's great. Like, yes, I have, I have many. <laughs> <laughs> the joys of living in Florida. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I've got a question for you. All right. All right. So you are currently having your uh, home being built. Yes. Yes. And um, originally you thought that you would be moving into the new home in September. Do you think that's still going to take place? Because contractors have a tendency to... (laughs) promise one thing and then deliver another it is we're supposed to close on the 19th okay that's a couple weeks yeah a couple of weeks yes we have flooring we have we have a dishwasher and stove i did find out it does not come with a refrigerator which i was not (laughs) right you weren't anticipating that right and so yes so yes we should be closing soon okay (laughs) That's exciting. That is exciting. All right. I am obsessed with podcasts a bit. So um, one podcast that has really helped me develop my business 
is one by Amy Porterfield, and it's called Online Marketing Made Easy with Amy Porterfield. And she breaks down big ideas into manageable step-by-step pieces, getting you results with a whole lot less stress. And there are some things which don't apply to my business, but then there are times which um, what she's saying is really resonating with me and she inspires me. And I definitely have uh, improved my business because of listening to this podcast. And each episode is designed to help you take immediate action on the most important strategies for your business today. And uh, I just, it, it's really great. Love it. That's awesome. Yeah. I will have and, to listen to that. Yeah, I recommend it. Um, I've got an easy way for you to um, find some podcasts that won't cost anything that would be more applicable to your business. And that is, I'm going to take this moment to thank my fellow travel advisor, Krista Rance at Reach for the Magic Destinations for introducing me to uh, Amy Porterfield's podcast, among a few others. Krista inspires me to develop my business and hopefully I am just as dedicated as she is. So. Um, you could go onto her uh, Spotify account and she has like a playlist mm-hmm. of podcasts um, that she's been using. At one point, she was like, she was more a bit obsessed about podcasts than I was. Gotcha. <laughs> but then life got in the way and I don't know if that's happening anymore, but that's what's going on in my life. Nice. <laughs> A Walt Disney World vacation is a complicated maze. Thank goodness there are people like you, Amy, to help us sort out this mess and make sense of it all. And your services are complimentary, correct? Correct. All right. Amy has oodles more of advice and guidance when it comes to Walt Disney World, Disneyland in California, Alani in Hawaii, Disney Cruise Line, Universal Parks and Resorts, and a variety of all-inclusive destinations. If you want help with a vacation, Amy can make it happen. Her contact information is in the show notes. If you would like help with vacation plans, my contact information is in the show notes as well. I can help with adventures with ocean and river cruises, especially if you are an active or adventurous traveler. For land lovers, I can also help with universal parks and resorts. Thank you, dear listener, for spending time with us next week. Guess who is back on the podcast? It's Amy Shabilsky once again. Pretty soon, her new home will be ready for a movement. We were just talking about that. And I can't wait to discover what she has in store for us as we explore what is beyond our front porch. Reach for the magic. Reach for the adventure. <laughs>